1: with Matt Kolsky and Derek Madden. Yeah, yeah. All right, it is Thursday, and it is Toy Department time. We're on Thursdays now. Um, I'm Derek Madden. He's been Matt Kolsky. That's probably not the biggest news of the week for you, that we're doing this on Thursday, I'm I'm, I'm guessing.
0: Biggest news for my week? No. It might be the biggest news for one or three of our listeners, though. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) it's an exciting time Uh, um no my news is COVID COVID has invaded my new home um still out there folks first time first time in the in the new location first COVID in the new location (laughs) but not your first time with COVID right no but it it probably is the coldest it's ever been outside when I've had COVID
1: yeah that's probably true uh, but it doesn't matter cuz you don't you're not going outside when you have covid, right?
0: So Not a lot. No. Not much. Maybe a little walk of the dog here or there, you know. That's about it. It's uh It's going to be a rough scene. Um My wife and I tested positive today. You both have covid. Yep. Ugh. The kids um were not positive as of you know, a few days ago. So uh I don't know what we're going to do, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) I think it starts with us masking up to pick them up from school and then testing them, and we'll take it from there. But uh, it's going to be a weird week.
1: It sounds like it could be a weird week, yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to get it eventually, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a – like, we tested them because they were sick, right? (laughs) So – It's possible that was just a false negative and that they already had it, um, in which case they're probably fine around us, Uh, you know, already had it in the last two weeks, I'm saying. Um, On the other hand, if they're negative, then like, I don't know whether to assume that they've had it and and are now negative and that's what their sickness was. Or if, you know, my wife and I got it somewhere else and now... The kids need to be sent away uh, To remain Healthy It's a tricky one And ultimately someone's got to pick Them up from school and we don't want to have Like my parents Do that if They're negative Right do you want to send them to school If they possibly have COVID Well no I mean that's why we tested them (laughs) Before (coughs) Um But to our knowledge, they do not and did not have it. Um, That obviously may have changed, but it's just this is the problem with COVID. It's really hard to track any of this stuff. Um, So obviously, if they do test positive, they can't go back to school. They they won't go back to school. Um, But this is all it's a rapidly developing story as we speak, because, you know, my positive test was an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, rapidly develop.
1: Are your kids vaccinated?
0: Uh, yes, although I think they are probably due for a re-up sooner than later. Yeah, so this is, I think I may get a reup. up think, think I'm ready for a re-up. I just got my re-up, ironically.
1: Oh, all right, good so, to know.
0: <laughs> now I will say, like, I I have a cough and and, like, more mucus – coming out of me than I would ideally want but I don't feel as awful as like the first time I got COVID or anything like that you know um I feel like I have a cold which is good but is also part of the problem with why I think uh, I, I think uh, COVID has sort of surged here lately is like I, I people are not testing every time they get sick you know what I'm saying people are testing maybe if they get a fever, if they get really sick. We tested today because my wife is very sick. Um, mm. But I think a lot of people are getting COVID and assuming it's just a cold because it's not so bad. And then that's how it gets everywhere.
1: And then it's getting around. Yeah. For me, it's like if I get tired, that's when I start. Um,
0: right. If like I'm sick right. and also very tired. Like that ridiculously tired or your body's aching or you have a fever. Like there are, The triggers that make us test for COVID, but now I feel like we're at a point with all the people react so differently and there's like how many different variations of it now that like, uh, who knows? Who knows what's going on?
1: Who knows? Well, uh, I'm sorry. That's our new
0: world, basically. It is our new world. I'm
1: sure my time in the box will come. (laughs) And, uh, And I plan on complaining a lot when that happens. So, be ready. Speaking um,
0: of time in the box, what, what's your level of engagement with hockey? Uh, almost done. Yeah, it's a bummer. Because, I mean, obviously, like, we connect on 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 Premier League and uh, credit to your squad for... Um, That's right, a, we, had
1: the, we had the Toy Department Derby last weekend. Yeah,
0: pulling a draw out of what clearly should have been a Chelsea victory. Um, should have been.
1: I mean... I understand you were ahead to nothing, but I would I would say that those were you scored on a penalty that uh, was questionable at best, and a a cross that <laughs> that turned into a shot somehow. Two things. So, so, two things. First
0: <laughs> of all, first of all, you don't know what was in his head when he crossed that ball. He might have been crossing <laughs> it right to the upper ninety of the far post. You don't know. Second of all. Um, Certainly we can quibble with the call, but it happened and he it converted happen. the penalty and it, by letter it was two of nothing,
1: law that is a penalty. Yes, and, I, and
0: at least I, one of Arsenal's goals was equally absurd. And <laughs> and uh it just well, the way it fairness, went down.
1: In fairness, we were – yes, we were the beneficiaries of a of a poor mistake. But that was an incredible shot to oh, take yeah. advantage of said advantage. You
0: know? Oh, yeah. Look, there was a lot I, – I actually, in all seriousness, and we already talked about this a bit, but, like, that was a really well-played game. And other than a few mistakes by both the referee and a couple of players, like, it was a blast to watch. I, I thought Chelsea, in terms of the, the – Run of play held up remarkably well against an Arsenal squad that has been the better team for a year and a half at least. Yeah. Um, so I think everybody can walk away from that feeling decent uh, about themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, I, I think that's correct. I think you should definitely feel good if you're Chelsea. If you're, if you're Arsenal, the problem is, you know, when you're, when that's you're, he gets Mad City, any drop points
0: yep. are, are, uh, Well, that's why you got to look at it as as grasping points from the jaws of defeat, you know, which is effectively what (laughs) happened. Uh, Anyway, we can connect on that, obviously. But but uh, I don't know if you've surveyed the Chicago sports scene lately, but there's not a lot of it's all it's all hockey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) hockey's really i mean listen tyson bajant is fun and everything but but hockey's the place to be not that that team's any good either but they have a guy that you know could be the best player in the league in the next few years
1: sure i I get why people in chicago be excited about hockey and and obviously people here are excited about hockey because it's here because
0: it's yeah Um, that's why i asked
1: (laughs) the state of hockey as they call it um but for me it's october it's just you know uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll see you in May. Okay. All right.
0: Well, I, I, you know, sadly, the Blackhawks probably will not see you in May, but um, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, more, much more
1: excited about uh, basketball coming back and and checking out Victor Wembenyama last We're gonna,
0: night. Whew, <laughs> buddy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, that was uh, exciting.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Until it actually happens, the hype always seems silly. I mean, that's true even when the hype is not as insane as it was for uh, Wemby. Like, the fact that he is being universally referred to as, as Wemby before he has an NBA point is, like, it's just all a lot. And it, it always seems silly until you're watching the player. And frankly, it usually seems silly. Even when you do get to watch the player. But he really is the rare case. Probably the first one since LeBron. Maybe Luka. But the hype was not quite the same with Luka.
1: You um, know what? It, it's, it seems weird now. Because he hasn't exactly developed into the promise. But I would say the, like the Zion hype when he came in.
0: Yeah, but he did get hurt early. Like, the pro- yeah. the hype is still, I mean, I sure hope that story's not over, right? Like, right. Th- uh, but, the and look, if Wembenyama gets injured in the first month of the season, it you know, who knows? Knock on wood, fingers crossed. But um, that just, ne- I'm not sure it ever got to the same. This has been a year of NBA lunatics messing their pants over this guy. And for him to just he, – he's just so immediately obviously incredible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I it's mean, really a me, special thing. It's
1: weird to talk about a preseason moment, but that uh, that block on the Andrew Wiggins three the other oh, night in God. the preseason
0: game. And it was the it's, second or third block three of the game. Yeah.
1: And it was just – like when you see the photos of the arc of that three-pointer and just how high he is in the air to – block, like – uh, it's it's gonna be he's gonna rewrite rules you know what I mean like, yes it's
0: just... yes yeah. it's, it's he he blocks shots specifically that skill I mean look he's gonna the, the way he moves at that size is totally unique his shooting at that size is totally unique there's a million things but th- specifically the block skill which is clearly already Nba level is really something we've never seen <clears throat> excuse me it's you can't I mean, it's like if minute Bowl had Kevin Garnett's movement ability. You know, yeah. it doesn't yeah. make sense, and it's going to take even NBA players a while to adjust to what he's capable of. It's it's pretty it's pretty special. That it is, and he seems like a decent fellow. On top yeah, of that, fingers so, crossed.
1: Uh, yeah, so let's 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 hope that goes well. Because you know, the other thing that comes with guys of of that sort of uh i, I mean I, I mean this in a comp, complimentary way freakishness yeah. um you know f- injuries foot injuries you yeah. know things like that tend tend to follow so
0: that is going to be a concern until he gets through a couple healthy years um, yeah, but sure. obviously i i you know anyone who's not hoping for that is probably like a houston or dallas fan
1: <laughs> i guess yeah yeah i think even them um All right, let's talk about the challenge, man. We got a new season. I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, Battle for a new champion. I like this format. Um, Although, obviously, we haven't, you know, they're telling us what's going on, but they haven't quite revealed everyone yet. We haven't seen any sign of the the legends in the game yet.
0: And And based on the preview, I would say, like, it's going to be a minute, right?
1: Yeah. Well, TJ kind of explained that there are three phases of this game. Right. right, control chaos and conquer. Uh And I got a feeling we may not see the legends until the chaos phase, if, if that or maybe sense. even the
0: conquer phase. Yeah, I, I, I do think they're a ways away. That being said, this is a very different game, stylistically speaking, than we've become accustomed to. And and it sounds like that's something you're on board for. I am as well. I, I'm pretty excited. In fact. I don't know if we've ever really had the everybody's working together as a team over an extended period, maybe one or two challenges over the years, but not like a phase of a season. I think it's going to be very interesting, and and it also marks essentially a return to the old school style of elimination selection, which is house voting, and then the, the man or woman in the sand gets to call someone out. And I love that. Because it activates a whole political and social level of the game That, listen, it's always there But now, that political social game has a direct and and overwhelming effect On who actually gets eliminated
1: Yeah What did you think of uh, Horacio's move to kind of break from the pack there?
0: Um... It's very Horacio <clears throat> in that it um, it it reflects both a game like like he's game he's ready to go he'll do whatever and and like a, a level of like I'm I'm going to approach this game by thinking it through and making my own decisions. But it it also reflects a total lack of understanding of what, when, when that's necessary.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think also a certain confidence too. Like he's just, it's like, yeah, if yeah. make an enemy at a big T. Why, why would I worry about that? You know what
0: I mean? So, and yeah. And, uh, and like, he's not wrong about that on a certain level, but also he's wrong about that. Like, You don't need to make the game harder for yourself. Right. And Big T, again, you have to think about the fact that this is a political game. Big T is one of the best politicians in the House, if not the best. And I love the. I love the her with four people being like, I really don't have a master plan. I swear to you, I have no master plan' And then like the next shot is her one on one with someone being like, Here's my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like master plan is
1: master plan was a bit strong for uh, let's vote the guys out.
0: <laughs> it was very strong, and it didn't work. So maybe that all counters the point I'm trying to make, but you know, look, n- no one is is batting a thousand on political moves, but Big T has a higher batting average than many. It has yeah. been the thing that has kept her in this game, and that is the skill that she has developed more than any other. Although, shout out to Big T, she looked as strong as she's ever looked pulling that rope so she, she did, she you did, know won that
1: thing handily,
0: yeah, uh, and she's is, look she's not a she's not a pushover in
1: eliminations, like her uh um, she competes,
0: yeah, she's just you know now, after the elimination of the girl who like for some strange reason chose to dive on a sword, screaming, don't stab me, um, but big t's now the smallest person in the house again, um that's been her challenge but you know if she's stronger that's going to help and and ultimately she has uh, maybe th- thrived is too strong but she has to a certain extent thrived by being a great game politician so if you're Horacio and you are a physical favorite in this game it is silly <laughs> To make an enemy out of the best politician. You'd be much better off making a friend out of Big T and letting her run your social game.
1: Yeah, I think maybe Horacio just figures he's gonna romance his way politically through this through the through this entire house.
0: Maybe. And
1: you might not be wrong.
0: No, I uh, mean, listen, Horacio and Nerice kind of belong together in that they're both like so good looking that it's hard for a human brain to process it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so congrats to them. Um but but I do think like look no one's gonna want to face Horacio so I think it's going to be hard to put to, to make him a house vote. Like ultimately when there's house voting The the weaker people tend to get sent in, right? Um, at least for the first four or five weeks, because everyone's thinking, well, I don't want to send in someone strong and have them call me out.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's true, Uh, and I think that's going to. I think that the the calling out thing is going to inform strategy, uh, from from here, which I think is going to be fun.
0: And yeah, I, and I love that because it, it you know, it, cr- it creates a great situation for the elimination, whether that person has an enemy they want to call out or not. Because if you've got an enemy, we get a great grudge match. If not, you got to make one. And that that is always, a, you know, something that is going to affect the game moving forward. So I, I am very excited to have, I feel like so many of the recent seasons have had More complex and less directly socially and politically decided elimination votes, you know, Um, whether it's the hopper or, you know, there's a team in power that gets to vote uh, or there's, you know, the daily challenge winners are a pair of people that are choosing. I I am excited to see house voting play a central role again.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting, I think, too, because I do feel like there's a distinct uh not having any real veterans in this house, right? Like everybody's been on a season, maybe two. I think the most is probably three or four. Like Big T's probably the most experienced player in this house, I'm thinking, right? Um
0: Wow, maybe. I'm trying to think who well, Michelle is is getting up there. Um but yeah. but Big T, I think Certainly predates Michelle And like she her first Big T, um, This is Big T's uh, Fifth season I believe Okay so Michelle's probably more like three or four um, Yeah I'm trying to think Who else yeah you know yeah. it's interesting <laughs> For a battle for a new champion They did not bring in ver- or, or maybe they just didn't accept But there are not a lot of like likely New champ candidates Broadly speaking right like if you were thinking, who are the people that are going to be the most likely? Yeah, like they next didn't bring any of the like
1: Nelsons or well, uh, or uh, Corys or you, you know people Nelson's that have been on. Legs
0: uh, still doesn't work. Oh,
1: I did. I didn't realize that. But you know what I mean. Like it's but none Corey's of the people not here. that have Fessy's been on not eight here. seasons. Yeah, and I haven't won yet. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, Amanda. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to think right. of someone we just saw recently, like there are. <laughs> There are more veteran people. This is not a group of veterans, as you say. It is a it is a group of non-rookies, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I, I do think the fact that everyone's been on at least one challenge somewhere um, is an interesting wrinkle. Like, there's no straight rookie in this game.
0: Right. Although, really, if you think about, like, Asaf, who was there for one daily... If you think about
1: <laughs> When they flash back to that I was like I've forgotten Asaf was on the show
0: before <laughs> Yeah I remembered that as soon as I saw him He's a very specific person And it makes a lot of sense that he and Jay Became fast friends outside the challenge um, But he is not long for this world Neither is Berna by the way um, no. And I, I don't know frankly how much i respect someone who has done one season of the challenge australia and that's it but to your point like they've at least experienced the flow of the game one time yeah so
1: yeah look it's not i mean if you live in australia that's probably the show you're gonna do it's not you're not really their fault that's all they've done you know what i mean so
0: no and and here's another thing too um there really is not a big enough group of people with even three or four challenges of experience to create that dividing line that shows up on almost every season of the challenge, which is vets versus newbies, right? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. usually that line is somewhere around three or four seasons. And then, you know, I mean, look, even on this last one, Michelle kind of played her way in with the vets a little bit, right? But there's always kind of that line and here, like, Everyone or, or 95% of people are in a slim enough range of experience that like that is not going to happen. And, and how the group splinters across, you know, what lines do they splinter across to form alliances is going to be interesting to watch. It, like there's a lot about the design and casting of this game that sets up for a season with sort of more unknowns week to week.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I also think just sort of the general lack of experience is kind of showing up in some of these political ways, in some of the voting lines, and then clearly in, in that in that first group challenge, right? It, you know, just sort of it, – it was dying out for Johnny Bananas to be like, this is how we're doing this, you know what I mean, right? Yeah,
0: so- although honestly like there's no reason Big T or Michelle could not have been the person that was needed At the back end to say hey everybody shut up and we're going to have one person decide where they go pick somebody Mm -hmm. who's good at puzzles the rest of us are carrying and they would have gotten it done no problem Um, and I so you know
1: and and by the way that really does you know come into play in sort of the debate that they
0: had because with all due respect the women were utterly full of shit in that debate.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like you know, they blew their part. <laughs> they
0: blew it. And to suggest that, like, they blew it because Kieran didn't plan it out enough in depth for them is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, he got – that was not easy to get everybody out of that pit. No. You
0: know what I mean? He In had a fact, strategy. one could argue that was the hard part, and he – Stepped up and was like, I've got it I'll handle it, I'll be the last one up We'll get it done, and he did And a bunch of ladies Stood around screaming at each other Instead of doing a puzzle, so the whole team lost
1: (laughs) Yeah I do think everyone did sort of Underestimate the weight of those polls That was also part of the problem
0: Yeah, Uh, but again, that's an easily solved Problem, if, if one person And again, it should have been Big T or Michelle Who are both plenty experienced and more than like forceful enough to step up and say, I've got it. That would have solved the problem right there. So honestly, like if I had been in that house, that's what I would have been saying. One of you two who knows what you're doing and didn't do anything needs to go in tonight. Now, <laughs> that's what I would have said. And then after Allison put on that performance, I would have voted for Allison because... Jessica, I mm-hmm. mean? Exactly. That's exactly the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, sorry. <laughs> in my that notes. Was... In my notes it just says the small girl. The small girl <laughs> made it worse with her speech.
1: That was maybe the worst uh, uh deliberation speech in challenge. <laughs> like
0: they were <laughs> she had an entire room on track to vote for any for like three people who were not hurt. Right, Berna had been pissing everybody off. Like women were trying to turn it on the guys. Big T's name was getting thrown out for God knows what reason. And then no,
1: and she just went like, "Hey, hey, guys, you should all vote for me." (laughs) No one was even like, "I don't don't even really want to be here. I can't win. (laughs) I don't don't want the money."
0: I've never seen anything like it And and literally nobody was paying attention to her They were looking right over her head As if she's the shortest person in the house And not a threat to anyone And hadn't made any waves Like, she was not on the table And every single person Left that room With the exception of Horacio Knowing, alright, well that's She just made that decision easy for us
1: Yep yeah. Um, yep <laughs> and she did one less neck tattoo in the in the group. All of a sudden, it's uh...
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I I think neck tattoos were overrepresented uh, relative to their uh, <laughs> section of society. To be honest,
1: yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't all get together the the neck tattoo. Cult. That would have been a great
0: uh... alliance. The, <laughs> the neck, neck tattoo alliance.
1: alliance. <laughs>
0: oh man and look some of the neck tats i think i think have some staying power like kieran he's good seems like kieran seems like a player yeah and strong um i don't know callum is i can't tell if he's like the lover boy who's gonna be gone in two weeks or if he's fessy you know what i mean like he's not fessy, but but if he's like actually a competitor who also just can't help himself, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, I'm we'll like, see uh, on that. I
1: wrote in my notes, I'm like, you know, this is on TV, right, Callum?
0: It is. It's wild. <laughs> like, I, okay, like I'm not gonna condemn every cheater ever. I I I will say I already have trouble getting into a cheater's mindset, but. That to, to do what Callum and so many before him have done, which is just straight up lie on TV and then immediately go call your girlfriend, is like, there's such a wild cognitive dissonance there to me. Like, I don't know how you do it. I literally couldn't.
1: Yeah, and usually I would just say, "Well, okay, some of that's editing." You probably didn't, like go right and call his girlfriend, but the way that he um, he reacted at the end of that phone call,
0: yeah, he knew what he, he, he knows what's happened. Like he's not, yeah. and and again, like if if they had if they had all been partying and he and Michelle made out, like I, I did, you know, that might not be my stees, but like I understand how that happens. But to sit there on camera and be like, no, I definitely, for sure, no girlfriend. Everything's cool. But I'm pretty sure he said, like, I love you at the end of that phone call. He sure did, Except, like, three times. He yeah. like, I love you,
1: love you, love you. Kisses, kisses, kisses. Like, bro. <laughs> what I-, I think he even said, I love you a lot.
0: I think yeah. Was- <laughs> like, the- and what do you think is going to happen? Like, how... How do you think this is going to work out for you other than horribly?
1: Yeah, I just it's uh, like I said, are you were not aware that they're filming this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you figure he's got to be aware given that they do have him in ITMs talking directly to the camera, but maybe they're uh, again, it's like cognitive dissonance at a level I'm incapable of even understanding.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Speaking um, of
0: of cognitive dissonance and and not understanding, um. Listen Berna The only thing that saved her I think is That speech what, What's her face is the, the the small girl's speech I, yeah. I. And Like Berna was On one from the moment she arrived Acting I don't even know how to describe Like I almost want to say acting so grumpy that it reflected a level, a weird level of entitlement for someone whose entire experience is like half a season of the show. But like like she, I mean, she sort of copped to it in the deliberations,
1: right? Like I think pretty much what she said was accurate, if not helpful. (laughs) You know what I mean? um, I mean,
0: maybe she just had a bad couple of days. Terrible. Yeah, I don't know. But and maybe yeah, that's, she was just The house is against you? I guess, but like she uh-huh. made the house against her by like walking into the house being like, Why are you all against me? I can't believe you didn't save me a bed in the right bedroom. I can't believe you <laughs> didn't like let me run the whole daily challenge. I can't believe like, like what's, what's wrong with all these people? Being and like, then,
1: I don't need your help. I don't need your advice. Like, and just then just people are
0: trying to be nice to her. Like, Huey.
1: It's very like, strange.
0: Look, I don't know if Huey maybe is a loud talker or something, but like Huey's he was a loud talker.
1: I think that's un... I think that's definite. Fine. but
0: But he was clearly trying to be helpful. He's clearly yeah. trying to be your friend. He's one of the few people that was still on her side at that point after she'd been acting all weird for a couple of days. And she's like, stop yelling at me. He wasn't yelling at her. Like, he blatantly wasn't yelling at her. It wasn't even like a, well, he was raising his voice. It could have gone either way. He was trying to help her.
1: Yeah, look, I think some people are just self-destructive, right? Maybe.
0: (laughs) Maybe, uh, but I, like. Especially in a group setting. She she almost got herself eliminated by being a bad hang, which is tough to do.
1: Yeah. Although, if you're gonna like, if that's gonna happen, night one is when it's gonna happen usually, right? So, um, yeah, it's, it was almost textbook of what not to do on your first episode. And so maybe that, you know, that maybe that straightens out for her because I do think that she has some ability in the game. Well, you know as, what I mean,
0: I remember her being actually very, very strong. So, yeah. I, I do wonder if she bought herself time because she didn't get thrown in the first night and now people won't want her as an opponent. Um but but I'll also say like I don't see a ton of people you want as an opponent here.
1: No. No, no, there's really like that's that I you know, I was I, I'll just ask you now. Like so if you are Jessica
0: or who Allison, who would you be calling don't out? For sure.
1: Or Allison <laughs> Who would you have called out?
0: um I probably would have gone for Huhui but I I don't think uh I, I I don't I don't think it's a big difference on paper between Huhui and big T yeah
1: I now the the the,
0: the reason I, I just
1: think the experience factor on big T I think is well the
0: experience well. and then there's also. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if you're facing the person, but the other side of it is like, who obviously is less connected to anybody, right? So yeah. the other reason not to call Big T out is Big T has friends. And, you know, it, it, whether she wins and comes back upset or loses and her friends are upset, like... That has a chance to be a negative, whereas Huhui has no... Like, she's just right. a, a friendly girl who's not very good. Um, not much more.
1: I would have thought about Colleen, but I, I, I agree with you. I think Huhui's the right answer.
0: Yeah, I think Colleen's a little more of an unknown. Um, But, I mean, after the people we've just mentioned, she's certainly right there. I mean, you could definitely argue you'd rather call out Colleen, then Big T. Um, but, I mean, I think we kind of just listed any anybody in the house that you'd be, like, excited to call out. I guess Huey. On the guy's side, Huey will probably be the first man called out.
1: Uh, or Asaf, I think.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Asaf did get eliminated in his very first elimination on his very first show, but Jay is pretty good. It was a tough battle with Jay, as I remember it, and and like Asaf certainly looks like a better competitor than Huey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: so know, he, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Huey's tough though, man. Like it, right? I mean, I I, I think I remember Huey being hard to get on the game. Am I? He's he's one and one in eliminations,
0: Huey. Apparently, so I don't know. Maybe he's not that tough. I don't know um he was terrible in the daily challenges though (laughs) he was that's true he was like (laughs) embarrassing so again based on what i've seen eliminations
1: are not daily challenges right they're
0: not but he's clearly the worst athlete in the building yeah
1: that's fair that's fair i would say that's fair by the way really happy to have ed back I've forgotten about Ed in my life and he just sort of showed up with his
0: accent on the and I'm like, Oh yeah,
1: Ed Ed's great. Um
0: I love Ed. I had the yeah. same exact reaction. Philly Ed, man, with his with his goofy accent. Yeah, with his goofy accent. We're gonna have some um, water Ed, challenges.
1: Water Ed and the engineer.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. And he's a real positive guy. He's a real uh like he he's a bright spirit. Yeah. Indeed. I'm excited indeed. to see Corey again. Um I'm here for I'm here for Chauncey's solo venture. I, I really you know, for a cast with no beloved veterans in it, I, I am pretty excited about this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they I think they got themselves a, a good group. Shout out to Raven for getting into Columbia, by the way. I yeah, did not, did not see that coming. There are not
0: oh. a lot of Columbia worthy um students in the challenges no. history
1: it's her and Ed apparently
0: <laughs> yeah I mean you know I think there's a few people who are like not idiots enough that they could have reached that level uh I'd like to think Wes but yes but realistically I been, so
1: is a uh a, a Cornell guy
0: yeah no I know I remember that
1: yeah um
0: all right have you um, have you uh have you bumped into him at any events or
1: no, I haven't. I haven't stepped foot on that campus in 30 <laughs> years. <so. laughs>
0: we should figure out where Ed lives. Like for all we know, he's in Minneapolis. You guys could meet at like an alumni mixer. <laughs> Get be, a third co-host for our podcast.
1: That would be amazing. I feel like I I I have better luck finding him at one of those like you know rumble boxing challenge events or something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably probably
0: it. Also, he probably Um, doesn't live in Minneapolis. I I don't know why I said that.
1: Yeah, I don't. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. Um, Anything else you want to you want to do with the challenge? Let's Um, see. Um, There's a lot more of the season in front of us. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Let me just clear out my notes real quick. Um, Kieran made the point in that in that idiotic conversation about elimination that like if he had said he had the wall part covered and hadn't gotten out of the pit they 100 percent would have sent him in and the fact that they were all being squirrely about sending one of the women in was ridiculous um i thought that was like a very clear and well made point uh even though nobody and then, and to then like
1: narice was like so you guys would just uh so you guys would just give it up if if you did if you did poorly, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what, what, they're, what they're saying."
0: Yeah, and also like, it wouldn't have mattered because enough people other than Kieran would have been like, "Well, he said he had it and he didn't, so he's going in." Like that's right. people I mean, he look was for reason. Basically,
1: reasons. made a target anyway. That's right. right. So, exactly. He
0: a hundred percent. He would have been the vote. So like again, ridiculous. Uh, I also, I also. Uh, I did write down just shout out Ed. Just, just that's the whole note. Um, love Ed, and then I did also have what I think was the best candidate for burn of the week, and I, I'm wondering if you noticed it. Uh, it was at the very end of the episode.
1: No, what was that?
0: Uh, it was Big T's response to Horacio. <laughs> And uh, she was basically like, I can't believe he voted for me. And she said, I officially don't find him hot anymore. Yeah, I did. I did did pick
1: up on her saying that. That was funny. (laughs) That is, I feel
0: like that's a shot directly to Horacio's heart, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) Horacio is many things, but I guarantee you he wants to be considered hot by everybody. Yeah. That's definitely well, part of what he's doing here.
1: <laughs> shots of the heart, near to blame, Horacio.
0: Yeah. How yeah. dare you? Big <laughs> T, no longer interested. So eat it.
1: I'm ready for a Big T romance. Yeah.
0: Romance going this season. Yeah, I would be on board for that for sure. I want all the best things for Big T. She really. You know, whatever we can argue about her physical abilities, but she is one of the best television characters this show has produced in the last five or seven years. Yeah, for sure.
1: There's a look. There's a reason they keep basking her back. You know
0: what I mean? Yep.
1: Um, all right. Uh, on to Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. Um, on on Netflix. Uh, it was a bit of a struggle for me to watch this. I really I really gotta
0: get my Netflix house in order. Oh, Mine. oh, 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 oh. Yeah. You didn't mean that. That wasn't a comment on the show.
1: Wasn't a comment on the show at all because I do uh I I think there might be something here. I You know it's a little Netflixy. I, you I you totally know, agree. Like, definitely a little gourmet cheeseburger-y,
0: but uh I I there's maybe a little more emphasis on the gourmet on this one. Yeah, you know? exactly. Not all gourmet cheeseburgers are bad. It's just bad yeah. if you say gourmet cheeseburger and it's like the same burger at the at the fast food place. I, <laughs> right, I
1: exactly It's like it's like when the fast food place comes out with their like Angus steak burger. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, this is the same thing as all the other burgers, just everybody shut up. Um yeah. It's like that. Uh, normally it's like that I should say. Right. This is and, a legit gourmet cheeseburger
0: I It think. really is And and it is Look this is not as You know Jump scare horror-y As most of the stuff That Mike Flanagan does um, But I, it, it almost makes me think I should check out some of his other stuff Because it's just this is just really well what done. Is, the, what is
1: some of his other stuff, by the way? Do you know any of the other things that he's done? I'm, I'm oh, not super yeah. familiar with
0: Mike Flanagan. Oh, he's a busy man. Um, he did uh, The Haunting of Hill House, The the Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, The Midnight Club. I believe he's directed a handful of um, horror films as well. Um. Let me see.
1: Doctor Sleep.
0: Doctor Sleep. Midnight Maths?
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely a genre dude.
0: Yes, and and a celebrated genre dude. Um, and he, including in this, uh, is a a frequent collaborator with my old Hebrew school classmate Zach Guilford. So, um. I don't know. I, I All that said, like things that start with the haunting are usually not for me. So there's a reason that this is the first Mike Flanagan thing I've watched, but I'm really quite impressed because I think about all the things we have talked about over the last couple months that have felt like maybe there could have been something here in better hands because there's good acting and, you know, beautiful set pieces and whatnot. But like, so many of these things have not connected, have not, have not sort of had a whole that is even equal to the sum of its parts. And this is the first sort of thing in that vein recently where I'm like, you know what? This actually does feel like it's equal, if not greater than the sum of its parts. And I'm interested and invested in it after just two episodes. And that, like, maybe it's just because we've watched some mediocre stuff lately, but that feels like an accomplishment.
1: It does help that we watch some media stuff lately. I feel like it's it's almost exactly the sum of its parts, and I don't mean that in, in any any disrespectful way. Yeah, totally. Like, like the parts are good. You know what I mean? It's like you've got uh this sort of uh opulent family with these like kind of crazy lots of like really cool settings, you know, that, that they're yes. standing around out of these conversations in. Like the the the, the 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 show is structured, like the time structure of the show I think is interesting. Yep. Um, the you know it's it's well acted. Yeah, like all of the things kind of like sit together to make something that's pretty interesting and that uh, that it has me intrigued.
0: Yeah, totally. And and with like you know a level of mystery at the heart of it that is it seems moderately supernatural, but like not so out of pocket that uh, Derek Madden can enjoy it. So uh, really. Pretty resounding thumbs up, I think, on this. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would say uh, I'm here, I'm here for it. Um, nice to see Carla Gugino again too. I was just wondering what happened. Earlier love the other
0: day. Carla Gugino, and and I just Rahul Kohli, by the way, my my guy from I uh, here, and Bruce Greenwood, uh, whose name I absolutely did not know uh, going into this, but tremendous, long time that guy. I mean really A full probably 40 plus year Film career of being a Really high quality that guy And this is a nice Meaty role for him
1: Um, For sure God there's now that I'm looking at this thing There's definitely some people that I uh, Did not recognize Oh yeah (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um uh, Mark Hamill. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, like, the lawyer. Mark Hamill as the lawyer. <laughs> I
1: was like that was Mark Hamill? Yep. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, a very,
0: it's a very grumpy version of Mark Hamill. I, I understand why you didn't recognize him.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely doing something a little different. I, I didn't notice my guy from ET, Henry Thomas, either.
0: <laughs> well, that's just being forgetful because he has looked the exact same. Yeah,
1: fair enough. i have really keeping e. track. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much since e. so maybe
0: that's... Like Mark Hamill is old and was being gruff and and has a thick goatee. Like, fair enough. Henry Thomas looks like the kid from ET. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know if he looks like the kid from ET. He's forty something now. You know. I, what mean, I mean, if you no.
0: did a side by side, like it's not like you'd be like, wow, look at the transformation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, I,
0: right, did you uh, recognize my guy Zach Guilford though? Uh, I did. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean,
1: okay. you know, Friday Night Lights, man.
0: Yeah. All right. So Stay that forever. stayed in your head. Um, yeah, but Malcolm Goodwin as well, a, a cherished television actor who was also in iZombie among other things. Um, he was in Reacher more recently, something that we watched and enjoyed. Um there's just a lot of a lot of good actors and just a really well executed project is is I think the best way to put it.
1: Yep. Um looking forward to seeing how this plays out. And I, I get the feeling a lot of people are watching this one too. So
0: Yeah, well I think a lot of people have watched his other stuff. So I think I think uh we're we're in a Mike Flanagan moment right now.
1: Good for Mike Flanagan. Uh, all right, we should get out of here. You want to do? Uh, we we got some quick homework for next week, right? Let's homework it up.
0: Yeah, we're we're keeping it a little light for now. No particular reason other than uh, it seems like we're a little light on exciting new things to watch.
1: Yeah, there's a strike going on. That's the reason. That yeah. To watch, um, but we've got two Netflix shows for you in addition to uh, more challenge. Uh, Bodies, body. Um, which is, that is a show, right? Yes. Show. Uh it, it
0: not to be confused with the film Bodies Bodies Bodies, which came out last year.
1: Or the song Bodies by Carsi Headrest, which is really good. It's a good song. Oh, cool. But I should not, check that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh Bodies with a Y, that one. Um <laughs> This is a Netflix show. We're gonna watch it. And then uh the other one is not a show, it's a movie. Uh that I believe is in theaters uh at some point. Uh,
0: this year. Uh, but to it's, called be clear, no hard feelings. It, it, it's on Netflix now.
1: It's on Netflix now. Uh, it starts Jennifer
0: Lawrence. Yes. No hard feelings. Yeah. No hard feelings. So
1: there you go. Uh, we're doing that. We're doing the challenge. And um, hopefully you'll be well the next time I speak with you.
0: Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. It's a lot to go through between now and then. It's going to be a long week. Hang in there, man. Bye. This game's in the Admiral Refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. So long,
1: everybody. And do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.